Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. As always, I'm your host, John June. And of course, as always, got my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man? What's going on, people? You know, going close to this playoff time, but we're getting to the last Final regular season week, man. Uh, just finished watching this Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore game. You know, definitely one to maybe forget, but uh, you know, finally got this week over. Thank, thank God we got finally that, and uh, just moving on to, to championship week uh, as far as uh, the last week of the regular season. I mean, yeah, man, it might as well be championship week. I always yeah. say if you got to play to get into the playoffs, that's a playoff game. Uh, you're, so you're in the playoffs now. So, um. Yeah, you know, felt like it's been the playoffs for the last three weeks now, <laughs> really, man. Uh, but as you said, we just got through watching this Baltimore Pittsburgh game. We're not going to recap the whole thing, um, but today, you know, we're, we we obviously with the schedule change, uh, you know, I didn't realize how much of you know creatures of habit we have become because of of you know covering, you know, obviously fantasy football in the fantasy football season. Because I was thrown all out of whack, had no idea how to even approach today's show. Uh, but today we are going to give you all the waivers. Uh, I know that I had said that we would do a part one, but we're not going to do that today. We're going to uh, you know, move forward with the normal schedule. Part one will be tomorrow, and then uh, part two will be the day after. But um, obviously no Thursday night football to cover. So what we decided to do is we're going to, we're going to go through some playoff, um, you know, some playoff tips, things that we're doing to get ready for the playoffs, for the upcoming playoffs um, and, and different strategies and uh, things like things of that nature to get you all ready. So uh, yes, that being said, uh, Greg, you know, let's just talk about this Thursday night game. Uh, what were, you know, obviously some of your your highlights, the Steelers end up winning this game uh, 19 to 15. Was nineteen to fifteen? Nineteen to thirteen? I forget uh, what the final score was. Nineteen uh, fourteen. Yep, nineteen fourteen. Nineteen fourteen was the final score. So a close one uh, with a severely undermanned Baltimore team. Uh, but Greg, what was your your take on this on this overall game and uh, some of the performances that stuck out to you? Yeah, uh, Baltimore's defense definitely came to play. Um, you know, Pittsburgh had a lot of opportunities uh, in the red zone. You know, watch this entire game, uh, especially in the first first half. Uh, seemed like they were getting there a lot, and you know they they kept making stops. A combination of drop balls by Ebron, Deontay Johnson, but uh, uh, other than that, you know it was it was a solid game plan by Pittsburgh, relying on their defense, uh, which you know won them the game pretty much, put them in Ben in a good field position to you know throw 51 attempts, a great number. Uh, we were talking about it before the pod. Um, this is nice that they rely on those short passes to act as those first and ten, those second and uh, short uh, carries 
that in, instead of running the ball. Um, you know, Benny Snell only got 16 carries, but that's about it. Uh, other than that, uh, Big Ben is filling it into his receivers. Deontay Johnson, 13 car- 13 targets. Um, you got to love that. Um, you know, Juju up to nine, and then uh, Chase Clipple also nine. So these three receivers, again, uh, can help you out, and they're all useful uh, in, in, in a great way. Um, Ebron as well played really well with the 11 targets. Uh, and, and your boy Hollywood, yo, got the one touchdown, 70-yard touchdown. Uh, so week 12, it came. It's here. The, the bomb is, is uh, boomed. <laughs> hey man, I don't know how he's 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 only you've 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 you know uh, disowned Hollywood, man. You were on Hollywood too. I've just been on him for longer, I guess. You 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 jumped ship a long time ago, but uh, yeah, man, had had a good game here. Uh, you know, four catches over eighty yards and a touchdown here. Got the eight Squad, targets too. That's nice. Eight targets, which is nice. I mean, uh, I think uh, obviously the. At one point or another, Baltimore knew they they couldn't they couldn't um, continue to run the ball in this game. But seventy yard touchdown here, um, you know the schedule coming up, man. We talked about this, you know, even a few weeks ago when I was saying we should drop them. Um, the schedule coming up is enticing to say the least. I mean, he's got Dallas next week, he's got Cleveland the week after, uh, then he's got Jacksonville. And then the New York Giants. So, um, at least these next three games, are you considering it? I mean, at all, Greg? It will be real tough for me. I think it will be a desperation move um, for me. Uh, say, you, you know, you're hurting at, in, at receiver, especially if you had, like, Galladay, guys like Ayuk, guys, you know, that are, that are in what and out. What if you just lost Will Fuller? If you just lost Will Fuller, uh, go get you – like this year's a bootleg wolf filler kind of like a uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh yeah i mean he could be worth perspective at i i i can't my i think my roster probably wouldn't add him just because he's been in great matchups like better matchups than you were saying other than dallas like he's been in those type of matchups this year uh yeah and he hasn't come through he hasn't come through no, I, I I totally agree. Uh, I mean, in the, with that sentiment, but I guess what I would do is, uh, and what I have done is in leagues where I do maybe have an extra bench spot, um, or I am maybe set at receiver, but I know maybe my opponents need a receiver. I'm I picked up Hollywood to just block them, right? Uh, you know, maybe playing playing some defense here, uh, I'm, and like if if. Hollywood's going to go off. I'd rather it be on my bench than as we get into these playoffs, right? As we get into these playoffs, uh, people, you know, they need a receiver. And they're like, well, Hollywood's there. Let me go get him. And and that's kind of where I'm at with him. And, hey, if he goes off in, in one of these good matchups, right? Well, that's now two in a row. And you know the rule, Greg. He's heating up, man. So we're going to oh, have yeah. to put him in the, lo- in the lineup in week Week fourteen potentially, you know, in that matchup against against Cleveland there. So, um, I, I'm gonna stash him. I'm gonna pick him up, hold him on my bench, uh, but I I will not go to the length to play him un- unless I'm desperate, like you said. I mean, maybe you had Antonio Brown and DJ Moore or Chris Godwin, um, you know, uh, Robbie Anderson, you know, Mike Evans, Curtis Samuel, whoever one of these guys and. You know, Will Fuller obviously suspended. Um, 
you're not, you're not being, you're not going to be able to pick up a Brandon Cooks. He's already rostered. So, I mean, Kiki Kuti or Mark or Hollywood Brown. Oh, I'm I'm still taking Hollywood Brown. I mean, looking at his roster ship, I was thinking he probably is still uh, rostered in a lot of leagues. He's at seventy three percent. So for those few the people that had him, you know, I'm probably not gonna go get him back. Uh, it's probably for a new a new uh, manager. But I don't know. It'd be a, for these guys that I have on the waiver wire for the wide receiver part. I think I'd probably take all of them over Hollywood Brown. Mm, can't wait to get to that part. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Oh no! One guy I do want to talk about. We're talking on talking about receivers. Deontay Johnson, man, he was killing. Oh today, yeah, uh, with these drops. Yeah, and he's done that a few times this year, actually. Um, and I, I mean, obviously you're going to continue to start him. I just think from like a uh, overall upside perspective, from a dynasty perspective, you just hope that that's something that gets cleaned up because. You know these are these are yards. These are touchdowns. Like you said, there was a touch at the time where he, a play where he dropped a touchdown, uh, a would be touchdown, could be touchdown potentially. Yeah, yeah, um, it was a quick slant route. He dropped that. I mean, he had he caught eight of the thirteen. Uh, nice, nice catch rate. But yeah, the the key drops uh are killer for their offense. Yeah, I mean, and they're like bad drops too. And and this has been a thing since like week one with him. I know that's why people a lot of people had dropped him after that. Um, or wanted to drop him after that, but uh, you know he's Ben continues to go to him. So absolutely, you know that's as long as that happens, then I'm I'm happy with that. But just overall, I just want just want him to stop dropping the ball, man. Um, anything else from this game, Greg? From uh, or um, no, not not really. I mean, Justice Hill look look kind of look good. Um, other than as far as rushers and um. Maybe he can have a impact down the line as a complimentary receiver to J.K. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully they just, or hopefully they just realize that that's all. That should just be J.K. out there <laughs> doing that. Can that work? Um, but uh, yeah, obviously their game is getting moved to Monday. Uh, like we said, we're doing part one and part two uh, as we normally would. Uh, but the waiver show you're gonna get now. So Greg. It's playoff time, man. Uh, yes, sir. Like we said, week thirteen, it's crunch time. You know, you're either in the playoffs, you've you've earned that asterisk, or uh, you are fighting to get in. So, um, what running backs are we looking to? I know week thirteen probably hard to find them, but what running backs are we potentially looking to? Yeah, uh, to to add. Yeah, definitely the list is getting shorter and shorter. You're right on that as you get later in the season. But the top guy has got to be Cam Akers. Uh, he's 29% rostered. Um, we're hoping that the Cam Akers season is finally here. You know, he was second in rush shares with the nine carries uh, Sunday. Uh, you know, got the big 61-yard play uh, and scored the touchdown. But as far as that, even without the 61-yard play, he still had the y- highest yards per carry. Um, so he he definitely was looking good and the best running back out of the the people as the Rams running backs. I think he's, he was a still a great stash. Uh, he still is a great stash. But I think, you know, I, the you are able to pull the trigger on him uh, sooner rather than later, uh, possibly next week. Yeah, I like Cam Akers as well. I I do think though, if I had to win this week, there'd probably be another guy that I would go to, um, and that'd be Frank Gore. Um, yeah, just because of the vo- just because of yeah. the volume, like you're you're guaranteed 18, 18 touches there with Frank Gore, um, 
you know, if I had to win this week and I just needed a guy yeah. to get, you know, the matchup is good too with Las Vegas. But if I had, you know, first off, you should all have Cam Akers on your roster. I've been telling you stash this guy for weeks now. But a fact. if you don't have Cam Akers on your roster, um, I think he's more for those teams that are kind of, they kind of know they're in the playoffs. So they, mm-hmm. they, they, they're getting ready for that playoff run. Uh, but if I had to get a guy to help me this week, it would be Frank Gore. Yeah, I do like that. Um, you know, and you know who'll be available for sure. Uh, even as a as an ad, I don't think you know people will go uh, spending a lot of money just because they see his name, Frank Gore, and won't and won't add him. Um, but definitely the the speculative ads as well. Uh, depending on the health of DeAndre Swift, uh, AP he's forty six percent rostered. But if uh, with the fact that they're playing the Bears next week. With Akeem Hicks also still being hurt, we saw how that affects their run defense. Um, what the Packers were able to do against them up the middle. Uh, if Swift is out, AP could have some value as well. Uh, kind of like with the Frank Gore argument, getting the carries and getting the goal line work. Uh, and lastly, uh, desperation. I think Edo Smith. You know, with the health of Gurley, um, he's one percent rostered. But with the health of Gurley, he did outperform Brian Hill in that matchup. Um, if he's not able to go, Edo Smith could have some value for you. Yeah, I, I like the Edo Smith one as well. Uh, Adrian Peterson, that one, yeah, I mean, he's, I think he's a guy, like you said, you could add him. Uh, you wouldn't even have to spend a waiver priority or fab on him. Yeah. And he'll be, could be a free agent that you could pick up on Friday or something. And this is all assuming Swift doesn't play, which I did read earlier today, the Lions do expect Swift to play. Okay. Um, That's I know good news. it was more of a question mark last week. I expected him to play given his practice status, but you would have to imagine, uh, and they they are optimistic about his availability this week. But you'd have to imagine that he's he's close. He's playing because he was close last week. But yeah, right. Adrian Peterson definitely makes sense there. Um, anybody else at the running back position, you know, that we could be looking to? I, I like, like I said, I like the Edo Smith one as well, but. Um, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was going to get into the, you know, the safety net season, but I'll, I'll save those for the, uh, the our playoff tips that we're going to talk about a little later. Yeah, that, no, that makes sense. What about wide receiver, Greg? Uh, uh wide guys, receiver. Yeah. yeah wide we're, receiver. We're past. The, I mean, we should be past the, like, I mean, not necessarily, obviously if you're, if you're a playoff team, you're stashing some of these guys, but we're looking for these guys to help us win. Right. Yeah, we're looking for guys to help us right now. Um, I mean, upside at this point, you're it's really you're not stashing. When Cam Akers running back, so you can really stash for it because of uh, injuries and uh, whatnot. Production that changes, fluctuates, and increases significantly throughout time. But wide receivers roles are established, um, and we're looking for guys like that have backed up, like Gabriel Davis. You know, he's three percent rostered. Um, I think he can have some uh, deeper league value and rostership um, because, you know, the the health of John Brown, he's out. Uh, and, you know, Colby's will be there. But, you know, Josh Allen, this Bills offense, likes to target Gabriel Davis. He scored a touchdown last week. Uh, so look for him to keep getting involved. Uh, Allen Lazard, uh, he's 39% rostered. He had six targets, uh, second to Devontae Adams. He scored a touchdown. I think he can give you some wide receiver three value uh, and some flex value down the line as well. Um, we, we know... What he did early in the season uh, when he exploded for two touchdowns in a deep game. Um, so Aaron Rodgers loves to target Alan Lazard as well. Um, and then lastly, 
Uh, Denzel Mims, we'll keep pounding, pounding the trauma on him. Uh, you know, he was targeted eight times as well, Bashad Perriman, but Mims has the higher upside for sure. Uh, getting down the field, they're both getting down the field, but I think talent wise and, and production wise, I think he'll, you know, come out and he can give you some uh, value down the line because, you know, Darnold and whoever who's going to be starting, they're going to be in some good matchups uh, and they can be able to attack with Denzel Mims. Yeah, uh, so I think I, w- I definitely like Lazard. Uh, he would be my my first guy I would go yeah. after. That yeah, I, yeah. I think I would spend the most uh, fab or you know be willing to spend the priority on if I needed a receiver. Um, Gabriel Davis is you know he he definitely intrigues me. I just don't know if the target volume is going to be there on a week to week basis. Um, and matchups the next few weeks are kind of tough with San Fran, Pittsburgh, uh, Denver. New England, Miami, so they're not great matchups in particular, but not also not particularly. Some of them could be bad, but either way, he's tied to Josh Allen. They have one of the highest pass rates in the league, so it's not a bad move to go with him. We obviously saw the upside, like you said, caught the touchdown last week. I just like I said, I don't know if target volume will be there mm-hmm. on a weekly basis for him. But uh, Denzel Mims, he's somebody that obviously I've been high on. Um, Seven targets, eight targets, seven targets. These are his last yep. few, or eight eight targets, seven targets, eight targets. Um, has had over sixty yards in each of his last three games. Um, you know, gets Las Vegas this week. I do think that he's seeing you know because because of the air yards, the air yards as well. He's seeing a ton of yardage, uh, or you know, a ton of targets down the field. Also has some uh, hidden yardage here with the you know pass interference penalties that he's getting drawn against him. Uh, eventually this has to lead to some deep touchdown potential here with Denzel Mims. And so, um, you know, this week against Vegas, I think is, is potentially a week where, you know, we could, we could really flex him. I mean, he hasn't in double in, in full PPR leagues. He, you know, he's got three. Oh yeah. Solid, over 10 solid points. 10 points. Yep. yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, he, he's, he, you could do worse than Denzel Mims in a flex this week. Yeah. Um, all right, what about the the toughest position to nail down, Greg? Uh, the tight end group. What do we oh, cut there? Oh, man. Um, really? I mean, so Trey Borton, 19% rostered. I think he, you know, he played really well. I think out of the, all the, the waiver wire people, um, he played best, uh, you know, getting as fluctuating as the Colts tight end situation has been. He's probably been the most productive throughout the year. Uh, so I think he could be worth the add. Um, again, the tight end position seems to be the most added and drop position. People are dropped and added every week, depending on who's hot. And I think Trey Burn could be a, a play. Um, Kyle Rudolph as well, uh, 15% rostered with the, you know, the injury to Irv Smith and everybody. He, he did get a high target share. Uh, and Kirk Cousins is hot right now, so I think he can be an add to get touchdowns. And Jordan Reed as well, he's 25% rostered. Um, we know 49ers like to use their tight ends. He's also had a good game, coming up on a good game. And Nick Mullins, surprisingly, continuing to play well. And with, uh, you know, George Kittle continuing to be out and seems like every 49ers pass catcher can be out one game or another, uh, they'll have to rely on Jordan Reed. Yeah, man. I mean, like you said, tight end situation is tough. Um, my my apologies. You mentioned Jordan Akins, right? I assume. Uh, I did not. No. Did not. Okay. Sorry. Jordan Reed. So Jordan Akins. No, he's somebody I think makes a ton of sense as well. Will Fuller out. Um. Randall Cobb on point. IR. 
Jordan Akins. I mean, obviously, we were anticipating he'd come through potentially last week mm-hmm. uh, on Thanksgiving. They just missed out on a touchdown, actually. So there's an opportunity here for, I think, Jordan Akins to – you know, produced down this stretch here, uh, you know, with Deshaun Watson obviously missing his number one target in Will Fuller. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, actually. Um, all right, Greg. Now, the, the position that tends to be the easiest for us to nail down. Uh, oh, yeah. Hope, hopefully, we don't, you know, pick Derek Carr. Except Derek or... Carr. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> no, just stop. We could just stop there. Derek Carr. <laughs> the man um, that haunts me. <laughs> He haunts the fantasy community, Greg. So don't you don't have to you don't have to take it personal. He's not he's not he has nothing against you, right? It's right. all of us that he doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Greg, what quarterbacks are we looking for? Are we looking to this week to help us get into this uh, this championship? Oh, top guys definitely got to be you know Kirk Cousins uh, going against Jacksonville this week. He's forty percent rostered, uh, but first of all, the matchup is against Jacksonville. We know that it's a great spot for them. It's a defense that gives up a lot of points to the quarterback position. They're bottom five in the league in fantasy against that position. And Kirk Cousins, we talked about him earlier. Uh, He's continuing to be hot in the recap. You know, 34 for 45, got the 307 and three touchdowns. Two straight weeks with at least 300 yards and three passing touchdowns. Um, And again, last week was without Adam Thielen. Uh, So, you know, that's just coming back, getting his, you know, his best receiver with Justin Jefferson, who's super hot right now. Both of these guys, uh, I think, you know, Kirk Cousins has got to be the top guy and I can carry you, I think, through the fantasy playoffs and, um, you know, with uh, some good matchups coming forward and especially starting this week. Uh, after that, Phillip Rivers versus Houston. Uh, he's 33% rostered. You know, he's 24 for 42, had 295 and two touchdowns. Uh, again, this is third straight great game, uh, a good game. You know, he had at least 250 yards or two passing touchdowns in the last three games. Uh, he's in a favorable spot versus Houston this week. Um, guys, the high floor, um, maybe a low slitting, but I think the floor is there for sure. And with the potential to have some upside, uh, depending on the matchup, I was a little scared because, you know, Houston without all these guys and now they're losing their top corner might be a little, uh, blowout. Um, it might not need to use Phillip Rivers a lot, but, uh, maybe not without their top corner. Well, it could be the other way where they attack this Houston secondary even more. Um, and then the desperation waiver or add, I think, uh, has to be uh, Baker oh, yeah. Mayfield. Baker oh, Mayfield. No. Oh, man. I thought it was going to be. Um, oh, go ahead. oh, it's going to be Mitch? Oh, no, no. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you make the case for Mitch. But Baker Mayfield versus Tennessee. Uh, he's 35% roster. You know, I, Baker did have his second best game, I think, last week, other than that Cincy game. Uh, 19 for 29, 258, and two touchdowns. He's got Tennessee, who's very fan- fantasy friendly to quarterbacks. Uh, this is another, like, low ceiling, but safe floor day, I think. Um, Baker won't kill you, giving it to Jarvis and hopefully with Shy Higgins. But yeah, take it away with Mitch, yo. <laughs> but wait, hold on. On Baker, uh, you said the last good game was, was Cincinnati? Yeah. Before Jacksonville? Before, was yeah. Was that the last yeah. good game in weather? Um, was that, that game was, had good weather. Oh, I'm just wondering if there was like a good game and then gap of weather of bad weather oh, and, then, hmm. and then good game i could we could check because uh, we know the houston game is bad we know the oakland game was also was, the, the raiders game was also bad the raiders game was also bad okay and then the philly game was bad yep so if you took if you look at just <laughs> week seven and week uh 
week and you know week twelve of Jacksonville. Uh, it's you know looks looks much better for Baker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Combined that's true. seven You're touchdowns, right. one interception. That's, that's, almost, not, that's a great point, actually. The weather, <laughs> other than the weather games, he's been playing great. If you take those three out, he's had two <laughs> two back to back QB one week. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I like I like the play this week. Tennessee, um, they have their defense has been good, especially in the secondary. Yeah, no, Tennessee's been terrible. Um, you know, in the secondary. So yeah, I like I like Baker this week. But my man Mitch, man, it's oh, Detroit. Oh man, oh man. I mean, I am starting him to get in the playoffs in my Superflex league league experience. People, I saw that he got the projection, so it looks like you were right that uh, you know he is going to be the starter this yeah, week. Matt uh, Nagy came out saying he's going to start. <laughs> oh man, he got, got Detroit. I mean, week one he had Detroit. Played a horrible first three quarters, but had a miraculous comeback and and you know actually had a, a good good fantasy day. Yeah, man. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky, he, he's uh, he's contractually obligated to score three t- to throw for three touchdowns against Detroit. Yeah, this is he was born for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, coming off a three touchdown game. I mean, look, don't watch the game. That's it. I know. Don't watch the game. Right. Don't, Don't watch, watch the game. game. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm starting him. I mean, I got got no other choice. Teddy B's on by. Uh, I got Cam in my other spot. Yeah, Mitch might be my highest scoring quarterback this week. I mean, in six games against in six games against Detroit, Mitch averages. He's averaging two hundred and sixty-seven yards, two point mm. three touchdowns, and point seven interceptions. I like that. Point seven, in his last two, yeah. four, <laughs> in his last four games against Detroit, he's thrown for three touchdowns. I do like that. Uh, all right, all right, yeah. I mean, I just yeah. I mean, this one's also at home against Detroit. Ooh. I'm just saying, man. Mitch, Mitch might have to be. The, <laughs> he might have to be the one to let to take us to the promised land. <laughs> I'd rather. All right, I, I still. I'm. Conf- I mean, I don't know what the Miami situation is, but I'm hoping Fitz can take me. I'd oh, rather yeah. Fitz take me to the promised land than than Mitch. <laughs> well, hey, Fitz took us there last year. He Fitz did could take us there again. He did. Yep, he absolutely <laughs> did. Him and Devontae. Him and Devontae Parker were going in, and they're doing it again this year. Last week they started, so hopefully. Uh, we'll see what the news is with Tua and his health. But uh, if Fitz is starting, I think he's also at. Yeah, no, if Fitz is starting, like he would go to the top of this list for me. Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, all right, Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins yeah. first, Kirk Cousins and then yeah, and now I'll, then and I'll then, take and then yeah, then Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep, totally agree. All right, man. Uh, that is it in terms of the waivers. So obviously, you know, playoffs are coming up. Like we like we've been talking about Greg. So. Uh, what are you doing right now to get prepared for the playoffs? Uh, you know, if let's say you're uh, a team that's already earned that asterisk, what are you doing right now to get Ooh. you ready for these playoffs? Oh, well, you know, first I'm gonna uh, you know pop me a glass of wine. You know that I made the fantasy playoffs. Uh, you know, it's it's a very hard task. Congratulations to people out there that that have already got that asterisk. That means that you're a good team, um, and that you got it before the last week of the regular season. So that's good, but. Other than that, you know, first I'm definitely looking at those those weak spots in your team. You know, your defense, looking at their schedules, looking at uh, the schedule. Of your you know your your running backs or your wide sorry your wide receivers mostly because you know those could be hit or miss, and you can always get um, a spot star wide receiver. Check those schedules out. Check out the secondaries, uh, but especially for the defense, 
Um, I think you can get points there and maybe you can look ahead to add a defense that has a good matchup or a good matchup in, in the playoffs, 14 to 16. Uh, and then my other big thing is definitely safety net season, uh, especially for the running backs. If you are, are the, the, you know, the manager of a uh, Dalvin cook, uh, a Zeke, um, you know, Aaron Jones, uh, Kenyon Drake, you know, Alvin Kamara, I think, you know, got to get those guys, uh, like Alexander Madison, uh, Tony Pollard, you know, Jamal Williams, uh, Chase Edmonds. Cause, um, you have to solidify, uh, if something happens, uh, there's no more tra- trade deadlines for majority of leagues are over and uh, something happens to your top running back. Uh, you're pretty much screwed in that case. If you don't have, uh, there, those, those high value, uh, top backups, not the, you know, the, the ones that are just desperate, like the, you know, the backup for Derrick Henry, uh, Evans, but, or, uh, other people, but those guys, the top high value guys are, are uh, the ones to aim for. Yeah, and you never want to, you know, that's a great point because you never want to be in a position where, you know, you've got, essentially, you have this, you've built this super team and you, you know, you can't continue the run because one of your running backs goes down and, you know, you didn't have the waiver, the top waiver priority or enough fab to to be able to beat out your, your other opponents in the play, that are in the playoffs for that running back and while you're in the playoffs that can make the difference you know you know adding that running back to a playoff team could make them even better right yep. and, you know make them a juggernaut at that point and, and so you know you got to get these things squared away you got to you got to shore these you know these insurance uh you know these safety net running backs up uh but for me yeah like you were saying looking at the schedules like looking at defenses you know if, if this is a time of the year where you know, maybe you have two or three defenses on your roster because, you know, you're you've got one for each week of the upcoming playoff schedule, right? Like, um, you know, maybe you know, I like right now, like I I never hold two defenses, but right now I'm mm-hmm. holding Miami and I'm holding Seattle in, in in league in a league because, um, you know, Miami they get Cincinnati this week, um, but you know the this, the the Seahawks, they get the Jets and the Giants in the next two weeks. Right. So, uh, you know, pl- being able to play the, this matchup game here, with, you know, with these defenses, because like you said, that could be the edge that helps you win your matchup. Uh, and also playing some defense, right? Even if you don't need a defense, uh, like I was alluding to before, even with Hollywood, you know, if I know my opponent needs a wide receiver or needs a running back, you know, let me block them. Uh, so they don't have them right so uh, that's obviously something that you would do as you as we get closer to playoff matchups um but you know yeah right now it's, it's mainly looking at the schedules uh taking you know you know set it looking at weeks ahead and seeing you know what your starting lineup might be in that particular week you know where you might be weak um you know what area you might be weak at so that you could you know, go get your streams, you know, hey, maybe you're someone who's streaming tight end, you know, and you're playing the matchup game, go get some few, a few tight ends right now with matchups that you like and add those, those guys to your bench now, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. Um, one of the biggest things I say, if you have, if you, if your league gives you a buy and uh, you have that buy, obviously we're not there yet, but I just want to say it now, I'll, I'll reiterate it next week as well, but don't set your lineup during a bye week, uh, you know, because if something happens where a guy gets injured or, 
Um, you have to make an adjustment. I know you want to calculate your, so you want to see, oh, how would my team have done? Like, I, I get it. You want to see that, but you can look at those guys on the bench. You can get a calculator and you can add it up if you want. But you want to allow yourself that flexibility to make roster moves because if you want to just cut somebody, like last year, Calvin Ridley went down in the week one of the playoffs. And if he was in your lineup because you set a lineup, you couldn't have dropped Calvin Ridley and picked up someone else because he was in your lineup because you wanted to see how many points you were going to score. So don't set a lineup. Allow yourself to maintain that flexibility. Yeah, that's an excellent point um, right there. That's that's next level um, for making moves. Um, and if you need to add people throughout the day of saying you see a running back go down and um, you, you know, or, you know, just see something for the before a Sunday night game, you can make the ad. Yeah. Right. Like the, the Alexander, the Alexander Madison is still on the waivers before the game starts or for still a free agent before the game starts. And so now you can just add him and drop whoever. Right. Or, you know, whoever's in that four o'clock window, like Greg said. So those different types of things. Um, is there anything else that you're doing now, Greg? What if you're a team that is trying to get in the playoffs right now? How are you approaching it? Because you're you're trying to get ready for the playoffs, but at the same time, you're trying to you're trying to win this week. Um, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I mean, I know I went to add Kansas City last week. Uh, I think they're a good pie team to hold you down for the next two weeks. You know, <clears throat> they have Denver this week, and then they have Miami next week. So that's an, <clears throat> a good team to maybe ride you out to the beginning of the fantasy regular playoffs and stuff. Um, you're, you're pretty much like trying to kind of get us maybe have room for one, uh, spot star receiver as a, as your flex and anything, but you're not trying to break up your, your core. Um, cause you know, you're, you're almost a good enough team to get in the playoffs. Um, but you, you definitely do need the win this week. Um, so, uh, I, I definitely, as much as you can try to maybe play like a DFS, um, try to get as much points as possible. Um, but definitely still look ahead maybe to some schedules um, in, in the defense area and, and at quarterback maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, like you said, you're, you're, you can't, you can't play it like you're a playoff team because you're not. So you, you can't, you can't afford, you know, you don't have some of the same flexibility that maybe a playoff team does. Um, you know, if they don't want to like hold, you know, they don't care what defense they're starting. They don't care what matchup their defense has this week. They just, they're just playing them because they, they've already clinched. Yeah. But you, you care about those defensive matchups. Um, so, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, you're going to spend that extra dollar to get that defense or whatever it is that you have to do. Um, but you also need to focus on winning. And I still kind of approach it the same way where it's like, you know, what do I have to do to beat my opponent this week? You know, uh, do I need to take more risk? Do I need to, um, you know, do I need to, uh, you know, do I need to go for a, a safer floor here? Uh, you know, we talked, we we're talking about the league of extraordinary people and my situation is a little bit different, right? Like the only way I can make the playoffs is if three teams ahead of me lose, which, you know, looking at their matchups, it's pretty unlikely, or I outscore the team ahead of me by like 80 points. And so, mm-hmm. I'm going the DFS route, which is, you know, I'm going to try to score, you know, 250 points in our league this week because that's essentially really the only shot I have at making the playoffs. So if that's what you have to do to win, that's what you have to do to win. But, um, you know, we we still want to be smart. Also, I talked about, you know, money. I, I, said, I said this in the season-long manager tips as well before the season started, but save a few bucks, whether it's $5, $10, 
just so you can outbid your opponents for those defenses, for those uh, quarterbacks if they're streaming quarterbacks or they're looking for a receiver or a running back on on free in you know off on waivers. Um, allow yourself you know that financial flexibility from a from a, a fab perspective. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I have one dollar left and I'm holding it <laughs> just in case. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else, Greg? That you know we may have missed or um, you know that you, that you know comes to mind here. Um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, just, just hoping and praying. That's the other thing, uh, is that, you know, thanks for all your way, uh, also, um, yeah, play, playoff time is, is very, very stressful time. That's all I can say. I mean, the last few weeks have been stressful. Yeah, they're they're half, especially, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, even if you don't continue on in the playoffs, even if you don't make the playoffs, like I said, like we've said in the you know in the season long manager tips, manager tips back then too, keep paying attention, because um, you know, you're no one's gonna remember what DeAndre Swift was at this time because he's obviously he's been hurt the last two weeks, um, but people aren't gonna necessarily remember, you know, if he goes off during this playoff run, you know, and you weren't paying attention, like you're not gonna remember that. You're not. You might not know that. Um, and, you know, other players too, right? If Denzel Mims goes, you know, hot down this stretch, you know, you're you're go, you're not going to, you know, when people are drafting him highly next year or in a spot that you're not familiar with, you're not going to, you're not going to understand why, right? So yeah, keep maybe Hollywood, you know, never know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Hollywood will always be around because he's in a good offense and he's got that first round draft capital. Uh, so next year, I mean, the price probably just dipped a little bit, but he'll yeah, still yeah, be yeah. on people's teams. <laughs> <laughs> he will. He will. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's all we got for mm-hmm. today's show. Come back tomorrow for part one, where obviously we will cover uh, part uh, part of the game, uh, part of the slate for this weekend slate of games, uh, and then we'll cover the remaining games in part two so definitely want to come catch that uh also going to be doing our um starts of the week as well as our streams of the week uh in addition to well we'll do our starts uh, streams of the week tomorrow we'll do starts of the week uh, as we normally would in the part two episode but have a good one everybody thank you for listening if you could just please rate review the podcast that would help us out a ton uh, follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at FF Diagnostics. Follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JR Football Nerd. Have a good one, everybody. And we are out. Yeah.